Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Devin Mallory. And this is Emma Mallory. And welcome back to another episode of our podcast. And today, I would just kind of like, we would like to talk about a little bit, delve a little bit deeper into, well actually management. Because what we're talking about right now is investing. And just like when, when it comes up for management, you invest what you manage as well. Like for example, you invest time into achieving a certain task or a certain goal. You you know, you invest in your time to try to make something happen within a certain period. Basically like how we say that basically you try to make time for a certain for any goals that you might ha- want to achieve. You make time to basically fit those things in. Yeah, just make sure that you keep up with your schedule. Like it's a schedule that you can easily keep up with. Cause you don't want to overtax yourself, though. Yeah. So, uh, I would consider time investment one of the most. I would say. Depends on how much you value your time. It's one of the. It's one of the more critical. Yeah, critical investments that you can make. Because that is the one thing that once you spend it, you cannot get back. So, be careful with how you invest in your time and what you're investing your time in. That's not to say that don't. I mean, you you can't go through life without taking any uh, risks, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and the obvious investment that people think of normally when you say investing is you know investing money. And there are many ways, different ways to do that. But the best ways are the ways that you are sure to get some type of return on. You know, you don't have to necessarily invest money in stocks and bonds. You can invest it in software that you know can help you grow a business. Or you can you can invest money in a process or a teaching, you know, a lesson that will help you further gain more knowledge into how to, you know, make more money. <laughs> like so, taking business online courses for business and stuff. Basically, how they have people that um, create courses that you can take and learn from them, but like how they pretty much make money and all that. Yeah, and and you you just on, in that case you gotta be careful though, cause you gotta basically find the right people. Some people will scam you if you let them, but that that everyone has this. I don't know what you call it. It's like a radar where. You can tell when somebody's being genuine with you. You can tell when somebody is sincere. And if, even if you can't, you're most likely to be able to tell by their approach. For example, if someone comes up to you, lets you know that they are trying to make money, and yes, you will be facilitating that little desire if you join their program, but their program is to help you succeed because if you succeed they succeed the more money you make the more money they'll receive and that that they can possibly receive because not only do they get the money that you paid them you'll probably buy more products from them and at the same time you'll be someone that they can actually get a testimonial or something like that from which will actually inspire others to join their program so you know Investing your money it's it's kinda like it's the most expensive game in the world. It's 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 all about taking the right actions at the right time 
and you know following through and seeing and keeping track of your results because can't you also invest your money in certain products like books that would help you you know also learn yeah experiences that these people have or what they know about there are plenty of things books apps and you know it doesn't have to be just hey I found this dude online and I decided to try his online course he was offering or try his online software that he promised to make me rich <laughs> it was um and just know that excuse me like time money is a resource that you shouldn't waste because it is just one of those things where it is necessary in this society to be able to balance and manage money well so don't just go around throwing money at the next big idea the next shiny op- don't don't catch that basically, shiny object, object syndrome that's what I was pretty much going to say basically you don't want to just throw your money away to anything you think might catch on without you know look yeah. at least looking into it to see so just <laughs> seriously do your research and there are plenty of other resources that you can invest in like I mean, if you're one of those people, you can actually invest in collectibles, and then over time, you will see a return, depending on when you decide to sell, and the, the value of the, that particular product, collectible, or, you know. Yeah, that's pretty much why you have collectors, that whether it's money, games, figurines, doesn't really matter. It yeah. It pretty much be anything. Cards, it doesn't matter. People collect People will collect anything. They, I mean, stamps. You know. Yeah. There, there's collections for you can collect almost anything, and you'll find someone in that area that is like willing to pay you money for this specific either stamp, card, figurine, whatever collectible that you, whatever you decide to collect. Even if it's, even if it's old money, people actually collect money and they'll pay you more money than what that like. For example, if you have a five dollar bill that was in Abraham Lincoln's pocket the night he got shot. By John McBoot. I think that that's who yeah. it was. When he got shot, that that five dollar bill is worth a fortune because of you know its historical properties. It's like you know there's just so much history from that one bill alone. It works the same way for like for example, we used to play trade with trading cards and uh stuff, and we still kind of collect them because. That is another. That that's another way, where you know you buy a pack, you open it, and you get some. Sometimes you can find a card that's worth like you paid. What was that? I would say three dollars and something for a pack. I was, it probably depends on the pack as well. Yeah, well, it depends on the pack, but you can spend that little amount of money, and actually, depending on how lucky you are, you can actually get cards that's worth somewhere up of eighty, a hundred, and in even rarer cases up to like $500 even now yeah so there are many lucrative collector's items out there that if you can get a hold of them for like you know you can even you can even find hidden treasures in like garage sales if you're you know if you do garage sale hunting and you know or whenever you see a garage sale you're the type of person that's like I gotta go check out see what they got and you buy something that looks you know mundane from them and like there was a story 
where it was this guy and he was just looking for something to hang on his wall so he went he seen a garage sale he went to it saw a painting he liked he said you know that would fit perfectly in his uh on in his, in his in his place excuse me and then he took it home he hung it up and it was a friend of his came by and said you should get that checked out and you know by you know an art appraisal what you call him oh. someone to appraise the art yeah <laughs> and this was like mind blowing to me because it's like all those years we came across garage sales and you know and different little thrift stores and all that and like this man it was what fifteen thousand dollars that that painting was worth for that he bought for only like a few cents at a garage sale because the people didn't know what they had (laughs) but they actually had i forgot the artist's name too i've got i gotta go back and look up this story again because i lost i I lost uh, too many details but you get the point from just investing his money a little bit of money into that painting like it was like only it wasn't even more than a dollar that he paid for it it wasn't that much more than a dollar that he paid for it and he got a $15,000 return for that because you know it's just people collect things and don't realize what they have or you know it was just one of those situations where you know it it was just very lucky that he had a friend that was into the art world as well because yeah. he was the one who suggested that his friend get the uh, painting checked out. So, yeah. That story is going to be way more interesting if I can remember the names of the people. <laughs> but, but yeah, just a simple painting like made that big of a return and it was like, well, you know, because it was by somebody, a famous artist. I cannot remember what the artist's name was. He was a recent artist, though. Mm. But um, it, it was just amazing stuff. It's like so, that's when it's like, well, invest investing your money properly or investing your money wisely is the way to go. You know, it pretty much shows that even something that you might just think is small or even trivial can actually turn out to be more than what you think. Exactly. And I mean, every time you make a purchase, you're actually investing money in something. You know, you're you're actually investing in something. It's just that, are you going to see return for it of any kind, or not? That's the big. That's the big question, and that's how you determine whether or not you've invested in an asset or a liability. But that's for a, that's a whole other topic for a different episode. <laughs> or if you want and to really understand, then I suggest you go read "Rich Dad Poor Dad" by Robert Kiyosaki. I love that book. It's one of the few books that I did read. When I decided to try this whole entrepreneurial entrepreneurial thing for real, and tried to really put my all into it, <laughs> and it actually helped with my mode of thinking. So, you know, things that I thought were assets were actually liabilities, and things I thought were liabilities could turn out to be possible assets. Depends on you know when we start seeing return for them. So, yeah. So just make sure you invest in. Your time, your energy properly, and uh, in your money. Just be, you know, that that well. That kind of brings us to the next segment of this episode is to take 
calculated risks. Now, know this. You can actually stack things in your favor when it comes time for your investments. And, I mean, I mean, with the age of the internet, it's no longer a guessing game. You're no longer just throwing money at a stock or some type of stocks or bonds and hoping that it goes up. You can actually keep track of that real time. So you can actually stack things in your favor. Like, for example, you come across some like someone could just come across you and say, or well, you can stumble across somebody, you know, on YouTube or somewhere on the internet, because the internet's a big place. And they'll be like, I'm offering a course for this amount of money. And these are my success stories. This is what I'm offering you. But don't worry. It's not just a like a flat fee. I mean, well, it is a flat fee, but it's like it's not. Once you pay it, it's gone. We're giving you money back guarantee. So if it's not working, or you see it's not for you, excuse me, see it's not for you, then you get your money back within like such and such time. I recommend doing it for thirty days so that we have a time to really sink your teeth in to whatever they have to offer. And then if you really just don't mesh with it or it doesn't work for you at all. Or, you know, it just something that just doesn't, you know, seem right. And you can just request your money back and they have to give you money back. But you can actually see how you can actually plot how well you can possibly do with certain with certain opportunities and certain scenarios. Because we just recently finished something called the One Funnel Away Challenge. This was created by Russell Brunson from Donut Click Funnels. Very successful, you know, stuff, shameless, you know, praise. And we were coached, you know, by Russell Brunson himself, Stephen Larson, uh, Julie Stoyan. I do not know how to pronounce her last name, I'm sorry. If I mess up your name, but um, and, and, yes. Jim and Jim Edwards, and just that little bit that they offered, it only it only cost us one hundred dollars. That little bit that they offered gave us so much information that we felt it was a good investment, regardless of whether or not it worked right away or not, because we consider that evergreen content. You know, something that even years from now. That's still going to be relevant for us. It's still yeah. going to be something that we should be doing in order to, you know, pretty much play this game right. It's yeah. like... Because it pretty much shows that... It showed me that we most likely wasn't taking the, net, the calculated risk that we should have been taking to try and, you know, advance. It also made me realize that on some level, we may have been afraid of actually making money. And yes, I now know that that's a real thing. Because, okay, just well, that's that's that, that comes with a bit of a story. You see, what happened was that we actually had the ClickFunnels software for a while now. We love the ability to have, you know, to be able to just build a funnel whenever we want, no money necessary other than the monthly payment for the uh, software. And we had it for a couple of years, well, a year and a half now. And we built a funnel 
like when we had it like at the end of 2017 yeah uh, yeah 2017 so it's yeah, two years now we had it for like two years now so we had it at the end of 2017 that's when we decided to jump in and try to get this thing on, a, on you know get you know because the, the, the websites that we stuff the websites that we set up wasn't working yeah so then we still then we came across russell's message that you know websites are pretty much dead and that the funnel is the way to go now because you know websites are pretty much because of the attention span of humans nowadays you can only keep them engaged for so long so we jumped in decided to make funnels because it doesn't matter like speaking on that engagement is like at the time it was like like a blog or something would keep it for like a few seconds to like where a video you can at least keep it a little longer for like a few minutes at least yeah and stuff like that so we jumped in we got clicked on we went through the training to learn how to use the software and we received our t-shirt great and everything and we built our first funnel for one of our store for the jewelry store that we had and we set up all the steps went through the process of you know trying we went through the process of you know putting the headlines the graphics stuff on each page set up each page to follow in the sequence and we never launched the funnel so we didn't know if it would work or not I mean the funnel technically was live but we never sent anybody into it so we didn't know we don't actually know if it would work if if it would have worked or not yeah and that happened more often than I, I care to count because we would build a funnel thought it looked nice but instead of taking that shot and just spending a little bit of money on ads to send people or trying to send people through the funnel in organic ways we just let it sit there and I, I feel kind of ashamed now thinking about it because that means that we should we would have been much further along if we had just kept taking those shots kept trying things to see what would work because that's the that's the key is just take action you know yeah because basically it's like because we wasn't doing anything with them it's like we don't know how well they would have worked we don't even know if even if they didn't work we could have probably just changed a few things and seen if it, that would have helped it better and, and those funnels are in our account still i mean we archived them but they're still in our account but if we was to pull them out now and take what we know now that stuff that we would have you know it's basically what we learned is that it wouldn't have worked but we would have learned that it, we would have learned what would work and what wouldn't a lot sooner pretty much so you know we wasted a ton of our time and like I said we can't get that back so that's a few years that we could have we could have already been one of their success stories you know because I would have gladly sent in a testimonial. I would gladly send in a testimonial if we do reach our goal this year. Because I have a whole bunch of people to thank. But the only thing we can pretty much do right now is actually just move forward. Exactly. So take those lessons and move forward with them. So, yeah. So what you want to do is make sure that you're taking calculated risk. And you're taking action. You know, don't just say hey I'm gonna spend this much money on this then build out whatever 
and sit back and see what happens. It's, it's, I mean, if you build it, they will come. That's not gonna. That's not how. That, no, that does not work. Because how they gonna come if they don't know where you are? I mean, you know? they don't know you. They don't know what your thing is. They don't know why they should even buy from you. Why they should care about you? You know. So it's one of those where you need to be in the process of actually taking action. Like, don't just sit there and like, okay, well, I could be, you know, making videos for YouTube. I could be writing a blog post or a medium article. I could be making a podcast or something. And just sit back and think about what you could do and how it, would, how it may affect you. You won't know until you actually get out there and do something. It may be hard for a while, but... And it will be uncomfortable if you're not used to it. I mean, but, you know... Basically, if something hurts, it hurts for one of, like, uh, well, two main reasons for me. One is obviously you're not supposed to be doing it, and it could get you killed if you, you know, do it the if, if you keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> or two, it's growth pains, where it's something that's helping you to be better. For example, you, I mean, you you do a workout, right? You do them right, they're gonna hurt. They're supposed to hurt because those muscles, you're, you're tearing those muscles, and everything's breaking down to be built back up even stronger than before. So, you know, you gotta be willing to accept those growth pains because if unless you're just comfortable staying where you're at, then you're gonna have to do something that just doesn't feel comfortable at first, or it's gonna seem painful to go through the process of getting this done basically you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and pretty much start doing things that you might not even think you would do in like years to come yeah don't wait for years I mean okay again I'm going to quote Russell this time he came across and I'm going to quote his quote because he came across a quote that it was the best time to start doing something was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. God bless you. Thank you. You're Sorry about that. But, I mean, don't don't end up in my situation because that was a real blow to my pride when we was doing this, uh, we, we was going through Looking for our dream 100. That's another topic for another day. And I seen this whole page of entrepreneurs. And I clicked on one. I was like, okay, this dude has a cool name, right? Wait, what's it? Uh, Chad Maddox? And uh, he was 14 years old. Talking about concepts to full-grown adults. About how to succeed. And I'm like, ouch! <laughs> that was a that that really that that was a blow to my pride, a blow to my ego. <laughs> I, I I mean, you know, I just wanted to lay down after that. I mean, after that, you just you know, you, you just kind of feel you kind of feel stupid because, like, okay, a 14 year old understanding these concepts that I've been learning, I just haven't been taking action on. It's like like he's and like, like the little like dude said, right? That the the point is 
in order to be successful, you have to take shots. The way he told it, the way he told it was, okay. Excuse me. The way he told it was that, imagine if you give him, a 14-year-old, and Michael Jordan a basketball. Both of them. At the same time. Now, and they're on a ba- basketball court. Now, you tell him to shoot, but you tell Michael to hold the ball. Who's the most likely the one that's going to make it? Him, the 14-year-old, who basically barely knows basketball? Or Michael Jordan? Well, he would, right? Because Michael Jordan is not taking any shots. shots. And that's the whole point. Is that, you know, you just got to be taking shots. That's why people who are actually way more talented in certain areas are actually behind others because they refuse to take shots. Basically, it's like you're just wasting the potential that you could have because you don't want to take Because you're afraid of failure. And that's another topic for another day that we'll be talking about. Unless we already talked about it. Did we talk about failure already? I think we did. Well, that goes back to that lesson then. Like, don't be afraid of failure. Failure is only a springboard to success. I mean, it's only... And you only really fail when you quit. So, having a failure just means that, hey, I found out something that doesn't work. That's all. Pretty much. So, to recap, you want to be investing your resources wisely. Your time, your money, your energy. You know, invest that wisely. You don't want to burn yourself out and you don't want to, you know, sit back one day and just look back and like, okay, I should have did this or I should have that and be filled with none but regrets. Basically, you don't want to be one of those what could have been. Yeah. You don't want to be one of those people on a porch somewhere singing your shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And, um, take calculated risks. Don't just throw money at the wall and hope to see what sticks. And hope to see what sticks. Or just don't throw money at a process and hope that it works for you. You can do your research. And, yes, there is a process that involves you spending money in order to see what works but it doesn't have to be as reckless as okay let's try this let's try this let's try this it's a, you, there's a certain process in order to ensure in order to ensure you succeed and thirdly make sure you're taking action make sure you're taking those shots because you know if you don't take the shot you'll never know if you would have made it or not pretty much simple as that that's, that's all there is to it so, yeah. With that being said, that's all we got for you today. This was Devin Mallory. And this was Edmund Mallory. And we'll talk to you next time.